Hey everyone and welcome back to the It's Good to Talk podcast. Um, as always, please do like, comment and subscribe. It really does help. Now I know we had a little bit of a break, not for too long though, and I'm going to explain a little bit in this podcast as to why. Now, you can see there is no one to the left or to the right of me. I am the only one here. And we do have two or three of these in the bank now, um, ready to just make sure uh, if we have any lull in uh, people we can have on or if there's any other things coming up that we do actually have a decent podcast to put forward. As well as that, I've also been seeing a lot of podcasts where it is just one person. It's one person talking about different things, talking about their feelings on one thing or the other. And that is what today is for. Now, as you will have seen by the title, um, today is talking about love. It's talking about running. And it's talking about how to deal with certain parts of uh, your own mental health. Now, for this, I am, of course, talking about myself. Now, some of you will know, if you've been watching uh, and listening to the podcast for long enough, that um, in terms of myself, I lost my wife just under two years ago uh, from brain cancer. And from that, it got taken to the point of where I wanted it to end. And I was fully prepared to make that happen. There was no ifs, buts or maybes. And it was only from a few different things. Some of them being people I'd met through Twitch. Um, some being the dog I had at the time, Freddie. Some being friends and family that kind of that kept me here. And that made that plan, that inevitable plan, just made me think a second time about it. Now, one of those things, one of the parts to all of that that came together, because there was no one part that quote unquote saved me, it was a mixture. But one of those things was a promise. And it was a promise I made to my late wife. And that was a promise to help the charity called Brains Trust. When it was coming to the end with my wife and I didn't know what to do, I asked, what can I do? I'm not a neurosurgeon, I'm not a doctor, and in no way a clever person when it comes to those things. What can I do? It's not something I can hit, I can't just hit cancer. And my wife asked me to help Brains Trust, to help Brains Trust to raise money for Brains Trust. She even left it in her will to do so. And so that's what I have been determined to do since she left. And so with that, I have been running and doing physical challenges. Um, last year, I did 30 miles running, 30 miles cycling, 30 miles rowing, all within one day. I did two half marathons um, in two weeks and various other things to try and to try and complete that promise, but also and something we're going to, to, to bring some kind of stability and normality to myself. Exercise in some way has always been a help to me. Now, it's cliched. It's cliched because so many people get told, just go for a run. Just go for a run and everything will be fixed. And that's just not the case. For many, many people, exercise will do nothing. Yes, it does boost your serotonin. It does boost adrenaline. It does mean that um, linked with dopamine that you'll get the 
uh, neurotransmitter that tells you this is going to help again next time but it's not the same for everyone it's like giving somebody a certain pill and saying this is going to fix everyone it won't it's simply not true and it's the same of any exercise or any therapeutic method that you take part in i am lucky i suppose you could say in the exercise and running does help me um many talk about the idea that it gives them time to think for me it's a time to switch off anyone that knows me um will tell you that most of my time I spend overthinking everything. That it's one of the downsides to mental health issues, to depression, to OCD especially. Um, you do nothing but overthink. Think that you've done something wrong for no reason. Think that you're going to do something wrong. Think that, you know, something bad is going to happen. And I've been lucky in that I found some solace in exercise. I found that I can mix that with the promise I made. And so for me, I've been able to say, look, I want to help Brains Trust. I want to help this charity that my wife asked me to help. Will you sponsor me to do some stupid stuff? Um, and as I said, this is kind of why we had a little bit of a break as well. And why, if you can make it out, I'm a little bit sunburned right now. Um, because last weekend, or some time ago, I can't quite remember, I um, went to uh, Newcastle and I did the Great North Run. Now, I haven't done the Great North Run in a decade. I was down to do it last year as part of the things I wanted to do to help the charity and to remember my wife but I couldn't and it's probably been one of the hardest things for myself and for many others when it's come to lockdown and the pandemic that only now are things in terms of those events getting anywhere near to normality and I can tell you now the Great North Run was not the same it was good it was good I enjoyed it but the heart's been ripped out. It wasn't what it used to be. I've done it three times before. Granted, a decade ago was the last time. But it didn't seem like the Great North Run. It seemed like a popular organised run. But it didn't seem like the Great North Run. And that's because the, the event organisers had to live up to certain restrictions. They couldn't do what they always did. And so because of that, that's what happened and the downside is to people like myself who use those sometimes as a cathartic method for ourselves use them as a therapeutic method and to keep ourselves going and so it helped it's it's a constant help to do kind of exercises and get these things going but not as much as I'd have hoped raised some money for the charity spent a lot of my time remembering why I was doing it which a lot of the time I as I say I try and use these um, these runs as a way to not remember that's not fair it's not to not remember it's to it's to have a moment where my mind isn't screaming 
because that's what it does most of the time. And I didn't have that there. Um, it was constantly in my head of of what was happening and why it was happening and who I was remembering, of course, because she never leaves my thoughts. We have mine and my wife's initials in the background. Um, picture of me and her in front of me um, in the fireplace in my in my office but there was no solace there and that's difficult because it may sound incredibly counterintuitive but I've been using exercise and a promise together but in different ways the promise allows me to remember my wife and allows me to remember who she was and what she was she's a nurse for her entire adult life and when i asked what i could do because i couldn't bear to see her suffering she asked me to help others so it allows me to remember that and at the same time the exercise allows me a moment where my mind isn't screaming to me that I could have done something else or something more. So I get to live up to the promise and get solace at the same time. It's not necessarily easy, but it is something that can happen. Now, Recently, I've um, started, I say recently, in the past few days I've started, if anyone that's watching or listening, yes, this is during the event I'm taking part in, I have decided that I'm going to do 15 marathons in 15 days. Finishing with the London Marathon, London Marathon will be on day 15, all to remember my wife, all to honour her memory, raise money for Brains Trust, and just push myself and try and face a challenge. I've said many times in many places, there is no challenge I can ever, ever take on that will match that of which my wife met and beat many times, faced without ever backing down. And so today I'm on day four. Um, should probably be in bed because I've been having my early nights. My ankle is sore. My <laughs> my knee is a little bit achy. But we're four in. And I won't stop. I won't give in. Because as much as it may hurt, it may ache, it may exhaust me both physically and the further we go in emotionally, the more that happens. Well, 
just just hardens my resilience and my want to honour that memory. And for me, mental health and my exercise, my running, martial arts, everything, have really walked hand in hand for a long time. And it's only in the past couple of years that they've also been somewhere that doesn't just allow escape, but allows for solace and for me to both, I guess both take some mental relief and punish myself at the same time. Not the healthiest I know, many of those I know would say you can't do that, but fuck it, it works for me. Whenever I run, whenever I cycle, whenever I hit something, the exercise that I take, some some solace, some escapism, some separation from, allows me to keep going. It pushes, it spikes that serotonin. It allows my body to go one more day. And the promise that I made means that that happens more. And I push more. I do anything I can. Now the reason for these 15 marathons, if people are wondering, is the charity I'm supporting in memory of my wife turns 15 this year. I always find it strange because I rang them up and asked them how old they were and said, okay, let's do that. I always find it funny when people go, but what if they'd said they were this old or this old? And I'm like, then I'd have done that many. And I think people people don't quite understand. I think for some, they see this many marathons or they see me doing things like this and they think, oh, well, they're just trying to show off or they're trying to really push themselves to be this or some, you know, trying to get my name known or some nonsense it's none of that I don't care it's to raise money and it's to remember my wife that's it couldn't care less about anything else to honour my wife I need to raise money for the charity that she asked me to raise money for and if along that journey I am given some solace, some catharsis that allows me to keep going, fantastic. But I know by the end of this, much as it was for my first half marathon after my wife passed away, the emotions are going to well up. If anyone's ever exerted themselves to this point, will know at some point it all just drops any it's just too much at times and after 15 days and finishing with the london marathon that will be the spectacle that the london marathon is i know i'm going to be a mess but i'm going to be a better mess than what i started i'm not going to be just falling apart or that may seem that but 
are not going to be together either. My wife always wanted to run a marathon. It was a little bucket list item of hers. One thing I'd always say is, I have both our wedding rings here. They've been put together by um, a local jewellers. You can see there's a thing that many people mistake as a gem. It's my wife's ashes, some of them. So she does run these marathons. She's completed these marathons as many as I have done with this ring on my finger. So she will be there when I finish the London Marathon. She'll be there at the start. She'll be there every mile that I go past. She'll be with me. She will be doing those miles. Every good memory I have about her will come with the ability for my mind to be a little bit quieter. To not shout and scream at me. To not believe there was something else. To know that she's there. Now I'm not saying that running, cycling, rowing, martial arts, not to say that any of this will help everyone. It won't. There's many things that we can do. Mindfulness, meditation. See some things in the background. There's my qualifications to teach on both those and to teach in martial arts and self-defense. There are options. Do they work for everyone? No. There is no catch-all for everyone. But there's a reason that the idea of exercising is a cliched one it's because it has been successful enough for it to bear repeat and with that it helps many and again it's not everyone but I know for me for myself it has been a factor through my entire life from being a very fat little kid all the way through to being one of the things that just gives me some clarity gives me the ability to continue on to silence the screams anyone with OCD depression anything like that will recognize the idea of that scream that voice, that nonsense in your head. If we look at Churchill, he used to call it the black dog. For many people, it's very similar. You can find online many, many runners, many runners that talk about running being their way of escaping. And in fact, so many cartoons by runners who effectively say, I keep running so that I will always outrun my depression keep running so that it will never catch me it's the same for so many I'm just one of Capricorn a, a word that has just escaped me 
but uh, many of you will know what I cornucopia there we go a cornucopia of people I'm just one of many but for me there is an added poignance to it of course I'm doing it for someone but then how many people run marathons run half marathons you see a picture of someone on their back you see a name and they're doing it for someone too maybe it's helped them I know for me when we were in full lockdown it was hell it was hell especially the first time around because my wife passed away I was in the house by myself that we had shared many rooms in it and I knew three kitchen my office occasionally occasionally our bedroom although many times I'd sleep in my office because why would I want to be in the place that we were together because that's just a reminder and gyms were closed yes you could go out for a run but I'm a marathon runner <laughs> a long distance runner I don't do go to the shops and go for a quick run you can't be far from home well I hate to tell you but I want to be 10 15 20 miles away from home because that's where the voices start to weaken it's where they can't find you it's where they can't shout so loudly so for myself and I know for many others it's been an issue it's been a big problem and it's only now as I say that those big events are starting to come back but they're not the same their heart has gone and trying to find our place back in fitness back in running back in whatever it is that you do while still trying to fight against the mental health issues that either got worse or were created during lockdown during the pandemic that's difficult my infested my hatred for myself feeling of loss, my grief, my depression, everything got worse. Of course I can sound all happy and hey, how's everyone doing? Because it's one of the best tricks that those with mental health issues ever learnt to play. To convince everyone else that you're happy. To convince those around you that you're okay. There's nothing wrong, they shouldn't check on you, there's no need. Something we're so used to. Something so many TV programs get wrong. The idea that someone buying frozen food isn't suicidal because it's frozen food is still a bugbear to this day. People's minds don't work like that. You can always show the happy. And for many of us to grab hold of our mental 
cognition and try and play into it now using those past tricks that we used to with physical health, running, martial arts, cycling. It gets difficult because it's a clash of old and new. What tricks have been keeping you going for this long? Or have you been holding on by your fingertips? Well, now that has to work with everything else. That has to work with what you did before. Now, I still find great solace and something from running. It's been a push the last few days, and I still have many days ahead of me to finish these 15. But I won't stop. I won't stop because I need this. I need to do this. It proves to myself I can do it, both mentally and physically. It helps the charity. It honours the memory of my wife. It gives me just another reason to think about her. Not that I need another reason. She's always there, but... She's been there. So, I would say... There is no... Magic pill. But... Try a run. Try a martial arts class. Just give it a go cliched for a reason may not be your silver bullet may also may well be or like me you'll find something but still you need something else like I do it's not the be all and end all it's not the final thing but it does give me something and in a time when you have nothing or nothing that's tangible Something can help. Something can be everything when the alternative is nothing. You never know, you might even find it becomes a passion that you can help others through doing it. That it's something you never thought you'd discover. could always be uh, an answer it could be just something that you never thought you'd find you never thought you'd interact with but it could still be that now there's all the normal health benefits of course makes you stronger makes you fitter better heart better muscles more resilient to many um many diseases um Longer life, many, so many different things. It's going to, of course, make that rough and tough and ready. Of course, we know this. It's not new. Although many people, many podcasts even, will try and persuade you it seems to be something completely new. It's, It's not. We know this. We've always known this. And there are those benefits. Of course there are. But at the base of it, 
there's still those mental health benefits and they can mean so, so much. At the end of the day, if they're not there, neither is your physical health either. Many people always say, but it's all in your head when it comes to mental health. That's true, absolutely true, 100%. It is all in my head. However, the command to make my legs work, the command to make my mouth move and my vocal cords vibrate, those commands, those puppeteering of my nerves come from my central nervous system, the key of which being up here, being my mind. So yes, it's all in my head, it's all in my mind, so is everything else. It being all in my head is the biggest problem. That's why it's also a great ally with everything else you do with your body because the two can work and will work together. It's just seeing how that's going to happen. Okay, everyone, I think I've rambled on for long enough for many of you. Um, of course, when even when I have direction with others on this podcast, I do tend to go in different directions and ramble. Um, however, when I talk about myself or anything that's affecting me, I do realise it can be somewhat all over the place. But then I feel for many people listening in, if you're going to listen into a mental health podcast, uh, this is likely where your mind may be at or can interact with at least. So... Uh, as always, please do like, comment and subscribe. If there's something you'd like me to discuss or you know someone, you think someone would be perfect to come onto this podcast, please do let me know and we'll try and get them on. We've had so many different types of people from so many different backgrounds on here. I'm more than happy to have them on. Um, but never, never feel that you're alone in whatever you go through because you're not. And never discount those things that have been mentioned to you so many times, such as exercise, such as running. As I say, they're cliched because they're important enough to be repeated. They've worked enough to be repeated. So give it a go. It helps your body. It helps your mind. And it'll help you. Maybe. But also, it can bring some escape for those that have loss for those that aren't sure where to go what to do it can be such a help to find a place that's silent away from where your mind usually takes you okay everyone um hopefully we'll see you next time uh, i can't quite remember whether it's going to be with somebody else or whether it'll be another one for myself however the next time a new one of these podcasts does come out i will still be running so do wish me luck um if you'd like to support me at all i'm going to put a link down below um so you can you can go and uh, support me in these marathons um but thank you very much to everyone listening if you've survived for this long and we'll see you next time thanks everyone